Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the San Francisco 49ers and their upcoming football game over the next week from a betting perspective. But before we get into any of that, I'm going to have a quick word from our sponsor. Football is back, and BetOnline is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up-to-the-minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with BetOnline's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, BetOnline gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ben Murray podcast. Before we went on break, we discussed the plan for this episode. Once again, talk about the Niners and their upcoming Week 5 matchup against the Cowboys. But before we get to any of that, I want to recap what happened last week, both for the Niners and for us. For the Niners, same old, same old. They keep winning. Uh, they ended up beating the Cardinals by 19, 135-16, as they have started the year 4-0. And if you look at the standings, they are already one game up on Seattle. Uh, so once again, this team has looked like the best team in the league. And I don't want to say they're going to go undefeated all year long, but they are definitely looking poised to win 14 plus games for the season. So hopefully they keep it up and keep winning. As for the actual bets that we made, ended up splitting. We had the Niners minus the points, which got there. And then we also had the under, which did not, as the Niners scored 35 points. And you did end up seeing Dobbs and company move the ball a little bit as Michael Wilson had two touchdowns. But to go through the actual stats there, McCaffrey, of course, had the great game as McCaffrey had a bunch of touchdowns, four of them to be exact, as he carried the offense. Could have had five. They decided to go for a QB sneak with Purdy at the end. But either way, the point is McCaffrey had 106 rushing yards and three touchdowns and 71 receiving yards and a touchdown. So 177 total yards, four touchdowns. is a pretty nice day for your star running back. Purdy was great. 20 of 21. Only one completion the entire game. 283 passing yards, one touchdown, no picks. QBR of 97.2. And he also had the rushing touchdown there at the end. As for the receiving core, Ayuk was great, had six touches for 148 yards. McCaffrey at 71. Nobody else really did anything. Kittle and uh, Debo did nothing. Debo had actually no receptions. He only had six rushing yards, and Kittle had one catch for nine yards. Didn't really matter because they ran the ball down Arizona's throats, and you ended up seeing the Niners win comfortably. As for the defense... It was fine for the most part. I thought it could have been better against the pass. You're looking at Dobbs' numbers, and he had 265 passing yards with two touchdowns and no picks. QBR of 80.7. The ground game didn't really do much. Connor had 11 carries for for, uh, 52 yards, so they kept him in check. Dobbs had 12 carries for 48 yards. So once again, the ground game was fine. Nothing special there for Arizona. As for the receiving core, Hollywood Brown was good. Had seven catches for 96 yards. Michael Wilson had seven catches for 76 yards. And Zach Ertz had six catches for 53 So overall, once again, the passing game was pretty decent, but the Niners defense was good enough. It could have been better, but they were also up by a decent amount. So at the end of the day, the Cardinals cut it to one possession briefly, 
and then the Niners immediately opened up another big lead. So was so the defense could have just coasted. But it was a five-point game, and then the Niners scored immediately in the fourth quarter. But they were up 12 for pretty much the entire fourth quarter, then scored again the final two minutes. But the Cardinals, once again, were never really in striking distance, and the Niners kind of played prevent for part of that. But for the sake of the Niners' defense, I mentioned they had a sack. The sack was recorded by Hargrave. That was basically it. Uh, they didn't. They actually did not force a single turnover in the game, so that's kind of a bit surprising. But the Niners coasted, and they picked up a nice win. So to go through the opponent for Week 5, you have the Dallas Cowboys, who have been very solid as well so far this season. However, they have already had one slip-up as they lost to the Cardinals in Arizona, and that was really an embarrassing showing by them. That was the first game post-Diggs injury. They also had a banged-up offensive line. Not trying to make excuses, but I want to at least point that out. Now, the Cowboys ended up bouncing back as they were able to bury the Patriots at home on a Sunday as they won the game 38-3. It was so bad, Mac Jones is basically being demanded to be benched by Patriots fans, and it makes sense because he was benched mid-game. But to go through the stats here for Dallas, they ended up leading 28-3 at halftime, and they coasted after that. But Dak ended up going 28 of 34 for 261 and one touchdown, QBR of 83.2. Ground game really didn't do much for Dallas. You ended up having a touchdown by Hunter Lupke, who's a relative unknown, but Pollard didn't do much. He had 11 carries for 47 yards. That's basically it. But the Cowboys were able to throw it around the parking lot, and the Patriots kept turning it over, including a defensive score or two. So I do think when you're looking at this overall uh, matchup. The offense didn't have to do as much as you would have expected, scoring 38 points because once again, the Patriots couldn't help themselves and you ended up seeing a pick six and a fumble return touchdown. So the Cowboys defense definitely got going. As for the actual Patriots offensive numbers, Mac Jones, 12 of 21 for 150 yards, two picks. And one of them was a pick six. Uh, the ground game did nothing, averaged 2.3 yards per carry. For New England, uh, as for the receiving court for Dallas, once again, pretty balanced. Ferguson had seven catches for 77. Gallup had five catches for 60. Tolbert had four catches for 53. And Lamb did have a touchdown. 20-yard go route there in the red zone for 36 yards in the entire game. And that was basically it. Now, to go through the actual Cowboys defense, you ended up seeing Sam Williams and Dante Fowler Jr. pick up sacks. Bland had two interceptions, including the pick six. Uh, which was a really ill-advised throw where uh, Mac Jones threw it across the field and Bl uh, Bl you end up seeing Bland pick it off and return it for six. But the Cowboys coasted, nice easy win there. So they're going to try to keep the defense definitely on point here in this road game at San Francisco for Sunday Night Football. And they are going to hopefully try to get revenge for the playoff loss to the Niners in the same situation last year. Now, for the sake of this matchup, I got to mention the injury report. Both teams are a bit banged up. Now, the Niners ended up not seeing Drake Greenlaw practice, Mitchell didn't practice, Tredavious Ward didn't practice, and you ended up seeing Debo practice limited capacity, and you ended up seeing Juwan Jennings limited, so maybe he'll return to the lineup. But for the most part, the Niners are healthy, but Greenlaw and Mitchell are still not practicing. Same with Tredavious uh, same with uh, Ward, who did not practice either. But to go through the Cowboys injury report, they're also a bit banged up. Tyron Smith didn't practice. You saw Gilmore not practice. CeeDee Lamb didn't practice with a knee injury. And you ended up seeing Zach Martin not practice. Now, I'm assuming those guys are going to play. Micah Parsons got banged up in the game against New England, but he finished it, so he's probably going to suit up. The point is they are a bit 
uh, injured, and Tyron Smith should probably not be playing. He's already missed two games, should be three. So both teams a little bit banged up, but nothing serious. As for the actual spread in total, the Niners are roughly minus three and a half point favorites, and the uh, over-under in this game is 45. A reminder of the playoff game last year, it was very low scoring. It just saw the Niners eventually break through. That couldn't stop turning it over. Cowboys had some chances, but eventually the Niners made enough plays to get the job done in what was a rock fight. Uh, to go through that game, briefly, the Niners won 19-12, to and you saw the Cowboys really shut down the run, uh, but you ended up seeing, once again, Dak really kill Dallas with any potential scoring drives because of turnovers, and that was the story. But I want to at least point out, that neither team has really played anybody worth a damn so far this season. The Niners are 4-0. I'm not going to call them fraudulent because I do think they are elite, but beating Pittsburgh, and they got killed by Houston last week. The Rams, who are not a very good football team, they're fine. The Giants, who are abysmal, and the Cardinals. I get the offense is very solid with Purdy, but once again, this offense has been feasting on some pretty weak competition, and I do think the offense will struggle more than what they've shown so far this season against Dallas, who is, in my opinion, a top-10 defense in the league. Same with the Cowboys, ended up beating the Giants, scored 40, beat the Jets, scored 30. Jets have a good defense, but they were constantly uh, on the field because Zach Wilson couldn't move the ball. So the Cowboys were able to take advantage of a tired Jets defense, did nothing against the Cardinals, and scored 38 against New England with two defensive touchdowns. And that was the same with the Giants, by the way. They did have a blocked field goal touchdown and a pick six. So the point is, I do think both offenses are a bit overrated in the spot, at least based on what we've seen so far this season. I'm going to go with the under in this game at 45. I see a very physical game between two physical defenses, and I do think you're going to see the first to 20 win. Probably the Niners, if I had to pick a score here, I would go with a 24-17 type game. I am going to go with the Niners. The Cowboys have only played two road games this season. One was against the Giants, and we know how bad the Giants are in prime time, and the other was a no-show against Arizona. But beating New England doesn't really mean much to me. The Cowboys responded when they needed to, and now I do think they're going to struggle against the Niners team that is very good at home. Purdy's looked very comfortable, and McCaffrey's a madman. We know Debo can be great. He's been a bit quiet so far uh, recently. He was good in the Thursday night game against the Giants, but he got injured in the process, so he was really a non-factor in the Week 4 game. Kittle's really been a non-factor. He hasn't done anything so far this season, so maybe he'll get going. But both defenses are solid. I expect them to show it, but I do think you're going to see the Niners eventually win the turnover battle, and I do think they're going to be able to get the job done leaning on that ground game. But for me, once again... Give me the Niners minus the three and a half and the under 45. I see a 24 to 17 final, and hopefully the Niners remain undefeated. But that's going to wrap it up for week five with this breakdown. We're back once again for week, uh, I believe, six, unless they have an off week. I'm trying to remember. Uh, to go through the Niners schedule quickly, the Niners are after the Cowboys. Uh, they play the Browns. So we're back to go through the Browns road game in week six. But until next time, find me on Twitter at Rice Show Radio. And good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.